Good morning. Good morning. Today is uh, Friday, February 25th, and uh, we have Deuteronomy 10 through 12 and Psalm 56, and then a video, the law. And so let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for being our God, for all that you do for us, Lord. Lord, just uh, we just ask for your wisdom and your insight, Lord, as we read your word this morning, as we watch this video, as we uh, just spend this time with you. And So fill us with your spirit right now, Father. Old Testament law is often confusing to people. Watch this animated theme video and learn more about law in context. You're most likely familiar with the Ten Commandments in the Bible, stuff we generally take as good advice. Don't murder, don't steal, honor your parents, the list goes on. And those are just the first ten. There are actually a total of 613 commands, all given to ancient Israel, found in the first five books of the Bible, which in Hebrew are called the Torah. Now the word Torah is usually translated in English as the law, because it has all of these laws in it. And as you read through them, you wonder, Am I supposed to obey some of these, all of these? I mean, what's the purpose of the law? Well, that translation is kind of confusing because while the Torah has laws in it, the book itself is fundamentally a story about how God is creating new kinds of people who are fully able to love God and love others. And when Jesus taught about the Torah, he said that he was bringing that story to its fulfillment. So walk me through the story and how it's fulfilled. So the story begins with God creating humanity who rebels. And God chooses Abraham to bless all of the nations through his family, who end up in slavery down in Egypt, and so God rescues them. Then at Mount Sinai, God makes a covenant with Israel, like an agreement. And all of the laws that Moses gives to Israel are the terms of that agreement. They're like a constitution. And so some of the laws, they're about rituals and customs that set Israel apart from the nations. Other laws are about social justice or morality. And by following these, Israel would show the other nations what God is like. Okay, so the rest of the Torah is just the complete list of laws that Moses gives Israel? Mm, no, the rest of the Torah just continues the story. And the 613 commands are only a selection from that original constitution. And even these have been broken up and placed at strategic points within the story. Now pay attention because you'll see a really clear pattern. Moses gives the first laws to Israel. Yeah, don't worship other gods, don't make idols. And then right after that, there's a story of Israel breaking those very laws. Yeah, they worship the golden calf. And so Moses gives some more laws and then you get more stories of rebellion. Some more laws, rebellion again, some more laws, more rebellion, and you start to see the point. Right, no matter how many laws, they're just gonna continue to rebel. So at the conclusion of the Torah's story, Moses gives this final speech to Israel as they prepare to go into their new home. And he tells them, you guys, I know that you're not going to follow all of God's laws. You've proven to me that you're incapable. And Moses says the problem is that their hearts are hard and that they're going to need new transformed hearts if they're ever going to truly follow God's law. And he was right. I mean, the story goes on to recount Israel's total failure. They go into the land, they break all the laws. Right. Now, the next section of books in the Jewish tradition are the 15 books of the prophets, and they reflect back on the story. For example, Ezekiel, he said that if Israel was ever going to obey the law, God's spirit would have to transform their hard hearts into soft hearts. And Jeremiah said that's when obedience to God's commands wouldn't feel like a duty, but they would be written deep in their hearts. And Isaiah, 
He promised a future leader, Israel's Messiah, who will lead all of the people in obedience to the law. Now in Jewish tradition, all of these books together are called the prophets, even the historical books, because they're continuing the story told from the perspective of the prophets. Okay, so we have the law and the prophets, and they're telling one connected story about God's desire to bless the whole world through a people, Israel, who it turns out needs a new heart. Yes, and Jesus saw himself as continuing that story. So he agreed with the law and the prophets when he taught that it's out of the human heart that come the most ugly parts of human nature. It's like the default setting of our hearts is opposed to God's law. But Jesus also said that he came to solve that problem and in his words, to fulfill the law. So what does he mean there to fulfill the law? Well, first he said that the demand of all of the laws in the Torah could be fulfilled by what he called the great command, that we are to love God and to love others. So that seems pretty easy. I mean, we all want to love. Well, we think we want to love. But Jesus showed how love is far more demanding than we realize. So he quotes the law, do not murder. And he says, yes, not killing someone is a very loving thing to do. But then he also says that when you treat someone with disrespect or when you nurse resentment against them, you're also violating God's moral ideal because you're not treating that person with love. And so Jesus said true love ought to extend even to our own enemies. So even though this command seems very simple, Jesus showed how our hearts are not currently equipped to fulfill even this basic command of God to love others. And that's kind of a downer. But where Israel failed, Jesus brought this story to its fulfillment. As Israel's Messiah, he fully loved God and others, and he showed all of the nations what God is truly like. He did this through his acts of compassion and mercy, and ultimately by loving his enemies even unto death. And after his resurrection, he told his followers that he would send God's Spirit to transform their hearts so that they could follow him and fulfill the purpose of the law, to love God and to love their neighbor. So this fulfills the story of the law and the prophets, or in the words of the Apostle Paul, the one who loves fulfills the law. Okay, let's get into Deuteronomy chapter 10. At that time, the Lord said to me, cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first and come up to me on the mountain and make an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets that you broke and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood and I cut two tablets of stone like the first and went up the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. And he wrote on the tablets in the same writing as before the Ten Commandments that the Lord has spoken to you on the mountain out of the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them to me. Then I turned and came down from the mountain and put the tablets in the ark that I had made. And there they are as the Lord commanded me. The people of Israel journeyed from Baroth, Ben-Ajikan, to Mazarah. There Aaron died, and there he was buried, and his son Eleazar ministered as priest in this place. From there they journeyed to Gudgada, and from Gudgada to Jotbatha, a land with brooks of water. At that time the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister to him, and to bless his name to this day. Therefore Levi has no portion or inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance, as the Lord your God said to him. I myself stayed on the mountain as at the first time, forty days and forty nights, as the Lord listened to me on that time also. 
The Lord was unwilling to destroy you, and the Lord said to me, Arise, go on your journey at the head of the people, so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord which I am commanding you today for your good? Behold, the Lord your God... The Lord, your God, belong to the Lord, your God, belong heaven and the heaven of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Yet the Lord set his heart in love on your fathers and chose their offspring after them, you above all peoples, as you are this day. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart and be no longer stubborn. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bribe. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow, he lo- and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him and hold fast to him, and by his name you shall swear he is your praise. He is your God. He, who has done for you these great and terrifying things that your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt, 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of heaven. Chapter 11, you shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. And consider today, since I'm not speaking to your children who have not known or seen it, Consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his outstretched arm, his signs and his deeds that he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to all his land, and what he did to the army of Egypt, and to their horses and their chariots, and how he made made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day, and what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place, and what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eli- Eliab, son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up and their households and their tents and every living thing that followed them in the midst of Israel. For your eyes have seen all great work of the Lord that he did. You shall therefore keep the whole commandment that I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and take possession of the land that you are going over to possess, and that you may live long in the land as Land that the Lord swore to your fathers, and give to them and to their offspring a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land that you are entering to take possession of is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and irrigated it like a garden of vegetables. But the land that you are going over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water by the rain from heaven, and the land that the Lord your God cares for. These eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And if you will indeed obey my commandments that I command you today and love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, he will give the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the later rain, and you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil, and he will give grass in your fields for your livestock, and you shall eat and be full. Take care lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods to worship them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he will shut up the heavens so that there will be no rain, and the land will yield no fruit, and you will perish quickly off 
the good land that the Lord is giving you. You shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, taking them, talking of them when you are sitting in your house, and when you are walking by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house, and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them. As long as the heavens are above the earth, for if you will be careful to do all the commandments that I command you to do, loving the Lord your God, walking in all his ways and holding fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will dispossess nations greater and mightier than you. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. Your territory shall be from the wilderness to the Lebanon and from the river the river Euphrates, to the western sea. No one shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will lay the fear of you and the dread of you on all the land that you shall tread as he promised you. See, I am sitting, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way that I am commanding you today, to go after other gods that you have not known. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are entering to take possession of it, you shall set the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal. Are they not beyond the Jordan, west of the road, towards the going down of the sun, in the land of the Canaanites who live in the Arabah, opposite Gilgal, beside the Oak of Moriah? For you are to cross over the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land that your Lord, that the Lord your God is giving you. And when you possess it and live in it, you shall be careful to do all the statutes and the rules that I am setting before you today. Chapter 12. These are the statutes and the rules that you shall be careful to do in the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you to possess. All the days that you live on the earth, you shall surely destroy all the places where the nations whom you shall possess, dispossess serve their gods. On the mountains, on the high mountains, and on the hills, and under every green tree, you shall tear down their altars, and dash in pieces their pillars, and burn their ashram with fire. You shall chop down the carved images of their gods, and destroy their names out of that place. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, but you shall seek the place that the Lord your God will choose out of all the tribes to put his name and make his inhabitation there. There you shall go, and there you shall bring your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and the contributions you present, your vow offerings, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herd and your flock. And there you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household, in all that you undertake in which the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall not do according to all that we are doing here today, everyone doing whatever is right in his own eyes, for you have not as yet come to the rest and to the inheritance that the Lord your God is giving you. But when you go over the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and when he gives you rest from all your enemies around so that you live in safety, then to the place that the Lord your God will choose to make his name dwell there, there you shall bring all that I command you, your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, and the contribution that you present. 
and all your finest vow offerings that you vow to the Lord, and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, and your sons and your daughters, your male servants and your female servants, and the Levite that is within your towns, since he has no portion or inheritance with you, take care that you do not offer your burnt offerings any, at any place that you see, but the place that the Lord will choose in one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do all that I am commanding you. However, you may slaughter and eat meat within your towns as much as you desire, according to the blessing of the Lord your God that he has given you. The unclean and clean may eat of it, as the gazelle and as of the deer. Only you shall not eat of the blood. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You shall not eat within your towns the tithe of your grain, or of your wine, of your oil, or the firstborn of your herd, or of your flock, or any of your vow offerings that you vow, or your freewill offerings, or your contribution that you present. But you shall eat them before the Lord your God in the place that the Lord your God will choose, and your son and your daughters, your male servants and your female servants, and the Levite who is within your towns. And you shall rejoice before the Lord your God in all that you undertake. Take care that you do not neglect the Levite as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God enlarges your territory, as he promised you, and you say, I will eat meat because you crave meat, you may eat meat wherever you desire. If the place that the Lord your God will choose to put his name there is too far from you, then you may kill any of your herd or your flock which the Lord has given you. I have commanded you, and you may eat within your towns whenever you desire, just as the gazelle or the deer is eaten. So you may eat of it. The unclean and the clean alike may eat of it. Only be sure that you do not eat the blood, for the blood is the life. And you shall not eat the life with the flesh. You shall not eat it. You shall pour it out on the earth like water. You shall not eat it that all may go well with you and with your children after you when you do what is right in the sight of the Lord. But the holy things that are due from you and your vow offerings you shall take and you shall go to the place that the Lord will choose and offer your burnt offerings, the flesh and the blood, on the altar of the Lord your God. And the blood of your sacrifices shall be poured out on the altar of the Lord your God, but the flesh you may eat. Be careful to obey all these words that I, am command, that I command you, that it may go well with you and with your children after you forever, when you do what is good and right in the sight of the Lord your God. When the Lord your God cuts off before you the nations whom you go in to dispossess, and you dispossess them and dwell in their land, take care that you not be ensnared to follow them after they have been destroyed before you, and that you do not inquire about their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? That I also may do the same. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, for every abominable thing that the Lord hates they have done before their gods, for they even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to their gods. Everything that I command you, you shall be careful to do. You shall not add to it or take from it. Okay, Psalm 56, titled, In God I Trust, it is to the choir master, it is according to the dove on far-off terebinths, a miktam of David, when the Philistines seized him in Gath. Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me all day long, an attacker oppresses me. My enemies trample me all day long, for many attack me proudly when I am afraid. I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? 
All day long they injure my cause. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife, they lurk, they watch my steps as they have waited for my life. For their crime will they escape for their crime will they escape? In wrath cast down the people, O God. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Then my enemies will turn back in the day when I call. This I know, that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? I must perform my vows to you, O God. I will render thank offerings to you. For you have delivered my soul from death, yes, my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. O Lord, that is so true of us as well, that you have delivered our souls from death, our feet from falling, that we may walk before you in the light of life, of true life, eternal life. Father, we just ask for your blessing today. We just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth as it is in heaven, Lord. That you would forgive us, Lord. Help us to forgive in the magnificent way that you have forgiven, Lord. That you would provide for our needs, our daily needs, like you always do, with such abundance, such generosity, Lord. You're so good, so gracious, such a loving Father, always caring for us, even when we are dumb and we do things against you, Lord, and just our wicked hearts lead us astray. And you always love us still so much, Lord. I'm so thankful that your love isn't for us isn't predicated on our actions, Lord, but it's truly godly love, agape love. Lord, we just ask that you help us to have that same love, Lord, towards those around us, towards you, Lord, and towards others, Lord. And Father, be with us uh, today. Just help it to be a day to glorify you, uh, magnify you, Lord. Uh, be with uh, those that are suffering. Think of Lynn and Pam, Lord. Again, we just pray for strength. Endurance for Lynn, Lord, and he stays, testifies that he only stands in you, in your strength, and Lord, truly the glory belongs to you. And Lord, we just ask that you would uh, give Pam, just reveal the truth, Lord. She has this deception in her mind, Lord, that has just taken hold of her. Just open her, open the truth, Lord, to her eyes. Open her eyes to it. Let her see it, Lord. Uh, Lord, we know her brain is just not functioning uh, correctly, Lord. And Lord, we ask for healing of that. But Lord, if 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 that's not the plan, if that's not the direction, Lord, we ask for that you would reveal the truth to her, Lord, that she would see that. There's not a conspiracy against her, Lord. That people love her, that Lynn and her daughter, her family love her, Lord. And just relieve that fear from her heart. Uh, Lord, be with those that uh, just have different ailments and different uh, 
be with Jill, the doctor, this morning. Uh, just give this doctor wisdom, insight. Lord, there's a little disagreement between uh, this doctor and the, the other doctor, and so, uh, or the other doctor with this doctor, but Lord, we just ask that you would, there would not be personalities, uh, pride, or anything like that involved, Lord, that it would just be uh, a truth uh, that uh, you would just give wisdom and insight to the correct uh, diagnosis of what's going on and, and then how to proceed from there. And so, Lord, we just, again, just ask for insight and wisdom for this doctor today and uh, that there would just be no issues of pride and Uh, just a f not willingness to to admit uh, any uh, mistakes, Lord. And, uh, if that's the case, and if it's not, Lord, just give uh, insight and direction, Lord. So we just lift this whole situation to you, Lord. And uh, again, Al and his surgery coming up, Lord. We just lift him up to you and just ask your blessing on them. Again, I think of Ann and uh, Dan and Ida, Lord, just lift them up to you. Lord, just all you're doing, and we love you, Lord, and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.